0: Welcome to the Ridge University Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and discover tools for living. Now here's your host, Ridge Director of Discipleship, Will Heron.
1: Welcome, everyone. My name is Will Heron. I'm the Director of Discipleship at The Ridge, and I'm also your host for this Ridge University podcast series. And this fall, we celebrate our 25th anniversary at The Ridge. And so I've gathered a few folks who have been here from the beginning to kind of look back and reflect on what God has done during those years. And today I'm excited to welcome to the studio Rod and Helen Bergeron. Guys, welcome. So good to have you here.
2: Hi, thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, thanks for having us. This is going to be fun.
1: Yes, looking forward to this. Honestly, it's been a privilege to just meet with people who have kind of been here from the beginning and to look back over the past 25 years. I will warn you, there's been a little a bit of emotion, you know, in the last interview. So, Rod, I don't know if you need me to get some tissues yes, for you. Yes, or...
0: please. <laughs> I'm such Are a you a crier? I'm Are a crier. you a crier? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, well,
1: maybe we're safe there. So maybe the obvious place to start here is how you guys even got connected to the Ridge in the first place. So, Helen, why why don't you start?
2: So, we were attending Meredith Drive Reform Church, and one Sunday, Pastor Tony invited Mike to get up and preach and promote this new church launch that was going to be happening Mm. in Ankeny. And Mike preached, get out of this boat. I didn't even hear the message. Rod heard it. I was downstairs serving in the nursery and I didn't get to hear that message, but Rod heard it and told me about it. So he started talking to me about getting involved. Which is very interesting because we had been in a Sunday school class, an adult Sunday school class there, and we had done this networking course that was a big thing back in the 90s Mm. called – it was called networking, I believe. And it invited you to really take an inventory of things throughout your life in ministry and mission that you might want to get involved in. And there were many, many choices. One of the things – I recall being on both of our lists was being involved in a church plant. Hmm. So when Rod brought this up, of course, I jumped on board immediately without hesitation. That's not really how it
1: happened. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit of, bit of hesitancy on your on your part?
2: There was, and I don't understand why.
0: Yeah. Um, she and I, we, uh, we prayed about it. We talked about it. I, I met with Mike, went to lunch with him or something. And uh we sat down, and I came back and I think I either talked her into it or I said, We're doing this, sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually there there was some comfort in it because there were a couple of couples on the team right. that we're going to join in as well, who mm. I knew and liked and was com- comfortable with. I'm not normally a shy mm. person overall, but sometimes.
0: There was a group at Meredith Drive called Wedded Without We Ones And there was um, young couples that didn't have children yet. And quite a few of those couples were coming here and had had children by that time. So it's kind of we just kind of followed along. And with them, we liked that friend group. Yeah, mm-hmm. Came up here, yeah. You know, Doug and Michelle were part of that group. Yes, so, yes. You know, it was it was just a wonderful.
2: Michael fit. and Jean Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And so there was a there was a sense in which this is something you've been thinking about in terms of being involved in a church plant.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: what drew you in? I'm, I'm assuming was part of Mike's vision rod as he was kind of casting that that morning.
0: Part of that, and um, then the
1: relational piece as well.
0: The, the relational piece, and also Helen. We were in. Huge transition at this point in our lives where True. Uh, we were both starting new jobs and we were moving around. So we'd moved back from Adele back into uh, Polk City, I think, at the time. And so we were looking for some place new. We, we we fit with Meredith Drive, we'd been going there for a long time. But the idea of something in Ankeny that was close to us in Polk City um, actually just kind of fit in. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost a It's part of our community in many ways. So, yeah, all of that, all those things. I mean, it wasn't just one standout thing, but it was all of those things tied together that added up to the subtitle of, hey, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm.
1: Do you think you realized at the time the significance of that decision? Because obviously here you are 25 years later. Uh,
2: I don't think that there was any way we could have looked ahead and understood what this would become and how many lives it would impact. Obviously, we hoped, mm. we hoped and, and we knew, well, if God's on our side, if God is in this, this isn't going to fail mm. and he'll use it. Even if we don't get everything right, he can use it and he can work with us mm. and, and he can guide us and speak to us. So all that was there for me. I think it was a very, uh, uh, an early less lesson in submission to mm. my husband. I had, and that's how, kind of, how God spoke to me, and it, you, you got to listen to Him on this. Mm. And I'm so, I, I don't know where the hesitation came from, yeah. but I'm yeah. glad that we did it. I'm so glad that we did it.
1: Yeah. So, can you speak a little bit to those <clears throat> those early days, mm-hmm. uh, Mike and Sarah's? Oh, I so say, I guess there was a couple of groups meeting at that time. I think, and, right? Th- yeah. There
0: were a couple of groups, um, and we weren't always at Mike and Sarah's house. I mean. Most of the time we were at Mike and Sarah's house, but yeah, I, I remember just some of the weird stuff that happened. Uh, we were talking, um, about it just the other day. Um, we had Mm childcare. One of the, uh, daughters of one of the couples was, um, watching kids. And I remember our child, our oldest child in particular was having a meltdown. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of funny. One of the other, Parents looked over and said, well, "There's a stage four hissy fit if I've ever seen one," and it's just stuck with me ever since. You know, it was just right? stage four hissy fit. I'm like, "That's just hilarious." You know,
2: <laughs> kids do it. Yes, Yes.
1: And again, I guess it was just a bit of a sense of reality then as well. I mean, when you're that's the thing. Like when you're in a larger church, there's kind of opportunity to hide in that kind of way. Or your kids mm-hmm. are like in the when you're in a church plant like that in a small group everybody can see everything that's kind of happening and everybody knew everything. Um
2: And some of us didn't know each other all that well. So it was a time of getting acquainted and gelling together as a group and finding each of our, you know, what we were going to drive and what we were going to help with. Mm. It was really good. We divided the launch team divided into two groups because there were just too many of us to meet in one house. And then we would rotate homes where we met and, And then, you know, reconvene together and get ready for the first public service and just all these things that were going on. We did a lot of Bible study and studying of the Acts to New Mm -hmm. Testament church. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a lot of fun to get to know people and and we'd been in small groups before so you can see where god had laid some groundwork as well mm-hmm. it was just it was a it was a neat time it was a warm environment we were friendly with each other we were excited and you mm-hmm. know not exactly sure what was ahead but uh, again we knew god's faithful mm. he would have to be to take a bunch of mostly 20-somethings and start a church, right? I was really, I remember being really thankful for the people who were a little farther down the life road to have some experience and some, you know, not just Bible knowledge, but like rubber meets the road. This is, you know, how a church can work or not work and, Mm -hmm. but yet not be stuck in a paradigm.
1: Yes. And so all that kind of worked toward having your first service and mm-hmm.
0: what are some mm-hmm. of your
1: memories of those, those early services? Mm-hmm. I
0: remember the first service pretty vividly. And I remember thinking, well, how many people are going to be here? Mm. The first public service. First public right. Service. Yeah, how, how many people are going to show up? Are, are we going to have anybody? Um, is it just going to be us? Are all of us going to show up? You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: Some people jump in ship. <laughs>
0: well, you know, people get sick or something, you know, um, we're in a, a room here. What is it about? 15 feet by 20 feet all of us would have easily fit in this room you know Mm -hmm. but we were in the cafeteria we were in the cafeteria over at uh uh, the middle school there and yeah we we fit in one corner of the cafeteria pretty well and then just how things expanded just so rapidly and pretty soon the cafeteria is the stage and the rest of the thing is where all the people sit and then we take over more and more and Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: It was a gradual process of taking up more and more of the middle school all the time.
0: I remember, you know, Mike, Mike's vision of, uh, and it worked really well, at, you know, in the beginning of the church of, if if somebody wants to do something, go do it. Mm. I, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to, I don't need to, Mike's like, I don't even really need to be involved. I mean, if you want to try something, go try it. If it mm. works, cool. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, that really helped. You know, because, you know, we'd get together on a volleyball group or I remember playing flag football one time with a bunch of guys and, you know, it was just, uh, let, let, let's go play flag football. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just as a, a, a guy time, you know. Yes. Sharing time. And we had a blast, you know. Um, and I, I'm, you know, I'm a guy. I'm in the more active stuff. So that, w- that was always fun. And out of that grew a whole bunch of other little things that people would try and it just continued on from there. That, that was wonderful in the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Ellen, what other things do you think contributed to that growth of the group?
2: I, I, think, I think that was a, a very good one, to have the freedom to experiment. But I think also as we grew together and melted together as a group, you know, we kept doing – Mike was always good, and we were all very – tried to remember um, – the vision cast for small groups and to be church family and um, reach the lost, build the found. Mm. And so there were different things that were tried in those early days to, you know, reach out to people, invite your neighbor, um, go visit people after church who visited. We integrated service projects in the early days into small groups. Mm. Just there, been a there's been a lot of Change through the years and trying new things and different things and, and switching it up because you can get tired of doing something, mm-hmm. even though the goal remains the same. It's good to just try a different technique and, and a different practice just for fun. Mm. God wants to enjoy us and He wants us to enjoy Him.
0: Mm. And
2: I, I think it has been, it, it was enjoyable then, um, as big a commitment as it was for a bunch of people with young families or young marriages, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I think I, it's interesting you should mention about the freedom to experiment and try different things. Even being here on staff for three years, that's something that's still very present today. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. the leadership of the church easily delegating as well. You know, there's mm-hmm. not that right. sense of holding on to authority.
2: Yeah, not a um, lot of micromanagement.
1: Exactly. I mean, right. I, I that's one thing that I admire of Mike and Sarah, that has been true from the beginning and is true for today, mm-hmm. is that there isn't that micromanagement and there's a recognition that you need a team of people, you need others. Oh man! See, you know, to make the church work, <laughs> if which doesn't do always fight, happen. Right. It doesn't always happen. Oh
2: man that that idea of the the churches that are and, and we're all part of the body, right? Mm. We want to honor people, but I don't know how you get it done each week, thinking that the lead pastor has to be on in on every mm-hmm. teeny decision, right. right? Yes. Right. And and some people, I suppose, in their own leadership, just want that vote of confidence behind them. But mm. I think Mike knew us well enough to know that we were trying to be faithful, mm. right? And And, of course, he would have stepped in or someone else, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one of our peers would have stepped in and said, you you can't you like you can't really do that. Yes, you know if something was really going awry.
1: Well, I know that both of you have been involved at the Ridge in various ways, serving in different capacities, facilitating Bible studies. But as you look back on all that you've been involved in, are there any stories that come to mind of what God has done in those areas, or any standout stories of God's work um, over the last twenty-five years? Any things that comes to mind?
2: Probably in the first few years of leading a small group years ago. There was a group of us young women, and we would rotate homes. um, And I had a a neighbor who was coming to small group, and she and her husband came to church here. Mm. She wasn't saved, he was. And she eventually between us ladies coming around her and just enjoying her and loving her and other people feeding into her, she got saved. Mm. She came to know Christ personally and in this gradual, beautiful process. Mm. She and I were driving home from small group at, in Ankeny one night back to Polk City where we both lived, and I, I gave her a Bible verse, and she was like, what? Mm. (laughs) And, uh, she got to thinking about it and, and other people were coming around her and, and she, she accepted Christ. I mean, Mm. that's the point, right? Yes. Reach the lost, build the found.
0: Yes. I remember, you know, quite a few times I'm trying to pick out one, but one that kind of stands out is, um, guy, he's one of our leaders now in in the men's group area. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember when he first started coming to church and we got on this thing of uh, God's minor miracles, you know, the little miracles, the Mm -hmm. little everyday stuff God does. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, it's just a coincidence. I'm like, there are no coincidences with God. And the further we went with that discussion, the more he came in and the Mm -hmm. more he bought in. And just to see him now, and he's got a word for it. If I say the word, it's going to reveal who he is. So I'm not going to call him out right now because I didn't Mm -hmm. tell him about this Mm -hmm. ahead of time. But, you know. I, I can, to this day, you know, text him just for the fun of it and we, we'll just start talking. I might not talk to him for a year, mm-hmm. but then again, like, you know, last month we had a nice week-long conversation on text. It was, it was awesome. You know, mm-hmm. just those friendships and stuff where I've seen men come in and grow and it's caused me to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm I'm Absolutely. a much better person than I was then. Much closer to God. I spent a lot more time in my Bible, a lot more time in prayer. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think it's cool to see how God has used the ridge in many ways. It's almost kind of like a, there's been healthy soil, really, for a lot of people mm-hmm, to, to get mm-hmm. planted in. And they've grown here. Hopefully. And it's not only just the whole thing of being planted, but also God using other people in that process in terms of growth. You know,
0: One other thing that Helen and I have been very intentional about over the years, um, and it's not part of any group or anything like that, is... If we meet a new couple, and granted, with Ridge being as big as it is, you can turn around and talk How long have you been going here? Six years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if if that conversation starts and if there's um, – I don't want to say the word chemistry, but you know something where we're getting along mm-hmm. and want to find out more about them, we invite them to lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've done this with countless couples. I, I can't tell you how many couples we've done it with. And it's so much fun because you yes. find – people from all walks of life and anymore we try to concentrate on younger couples mm-hmm. than us mm-hmm. because, you know, they have children or something and it's like, we, we like kids. We like seeing kids and they're always like, Oh, I'm sorry about my kids. I'm like, no, don't worry about it.
1: You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You're just
0: a big kid anyway, Ron. <laughs> 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 10 year olds, 10 year olds and me have the same mental capacity. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly perfect.
1: No, that's it's so cool. But again, it often takes that initiative and taking that step that actually gets people rooted in the first place or the beginning right. of being rooted in a place. Right. How many how many times have you chatted with people who have been at the Ridge for a while, whatever, and they say, yeah, I, I knew so-and-so, or we just happened to go for coffee and then they invited me in, or I got invited into a community group. Or So often it's that relationship piece. Mm-hmm. And so often that's why people stay as well, because of the relational development in the relationship with God, mm-hmm. but also their relational development with others. And again, always an encouragement to listeners, I think, of making that step and getting into community with others, that like God has made us to follow Him in the company of others.
2: Some of our, our closest couples and our closest individual friends we made in small group are people that we have trusted with our darkest days called crying
0: Mm. i was gonna say one of the men from my small group he and i hang out outside of small group on a very regular basis every week and Mm -hmm. you're like last night he was over and you know we just hang out and talk Mm -hmm. he's a shy person obviously i'm not but he is one of my best friends And I know I'm one of his best friends and there's things we, we talked about some things last night that was, you know, outside of small group, Mm -hmm. outside of every, but it was a fun conversation. It was a deep conversation. Mm. Love that. Yes. Value that. Yeah. Tremendous amount.
1: Yes. And that's been part of the, and now I am crying. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I warned you. (laughs) I warned you. Looking back, I tell you, it's yeah. And seeing what God has done. So coming into land, as you look uh, in the next 25 years of the Ridge, is there any, any kind of hopes that you have for the Ridge that you think in 25 years I'd love to continue to see this at the
0: Ridge? Or I, I would love to see people develop those deep relationships. Uh, uh, if God wants me to be a facilitator, fine. I'll do whatever God wants me to be. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to see the younger people develop and learn how much value there is in relationship and in community in Christ. And I, I'm looking forward to watching them, mm. you know, and I'm looking forward to being part of it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I love
1: that. Alan, what about you?
2: When I look at scripture and I see the Acts two church, the new Testament church that we studied way back when that's what I want for this mm. place, you know, mm. on, on a large, big picture scale, that's what you want for people you want it to be church family you want people to be close knit pretty tough to pull off right. in a <laughs> in a great big worship center on a sunday morning right mm. so what does that mean you do have to make an effort to be on a team or mm. you know be and in a grips, small group yeah. About, yeah right but i mean i think there are specific things that i would like to see happen too that are maybe scaled up versions of like little spiritual dreams that I have. Mm. Like, I think it would be so fun for the church to have a a mission connection on every continent. Mm. Um, I love how we continue to support families, you know, and raise children with a solid biblical foundation. I, I, I love for people to, um, Continue to understand Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, mm. and and learn that you can really experience God today. Uh, you know, just permeate your life with Him, mm. right, instead of putting Him in a box. That's what I want for each individual. There's just so much that's probably ahead that we can't predict. Mm. Continue to speak truth into culture in a loving way.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are all good. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome.
0: Thank you. Yes, Thanks and thank us. you
1: for your faithfulness, really, over the last twenty five mm. years. Lots of different seasons. It's really community life. We've t- we've talked a lot of positives here, but it's not always positive. Sometimes it's hard, right? And you know, you have disagreements and those kind of things. But I think it's awesome that <laughs> you guys have, um, yeah, are still here and and serving. Thank so, you. so thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening today. I hope you'll join us again in this series as we hear more stories of what God has done these past 25 years at The Ridge. Uh, We'll see you next time on The Ridge University Podcast.
0: Thanks so much for joining us today. If you're interested in finding ways to live out your faith, why not head to our church website, ridgelife.org. There, you'll find opportunities to serve in the church and in our local community. You'll also discover ways to get involved in community groups, one of the best ways to find support and encouragement as you seek to live out what you're learning from the Bible. Head to richlife.org for more details.